If you're located in the United States, you have just recently celebrated Memorial Day. It is one of the national holidays which honors the fallen heroes and veterans that have given the ultimate sacrifice for people to live their freedoms. Even though I am currently living in Jamaica as a dual citizen who grew up in the United States, as a child, it was always one of those things where I looked at Memorial Day as the start of summer. That's when all the pools open and not really taking into consideration of what really took place for us to even have that holiday to celebrate. So as I got older and was able to appreciate that a little bit more, it helped me to step back and just see the broader picture of sacrifices that people have made, whether it be my parents, grandparents, and foreparents before them. I realized that many of the benefits and privileges that I enjoy today are because people before me had made sacrifices. So although nothing compares to the ultimate sacrifice that someone does when they lay down their life for complete strangers, their countrymen, in this episode, I'm gonna take a minute to step back from the celebrations of summer and just look at the benefits that we enjoy because of the sacrifices made before us. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. As I said, nothing compares to that ultimate sacrifice that people laid down their lives for us to enjoy what we have today. But the broader picture of it, when sacrifice is made today, someone in the future is going to benefit from that. And usually this is something that I look at when it comes around Thanksgiving time, when I'm looking at my many blessings and all the things that I have around me. But for whatever reason, I was thinking about that a lot yesterday with Memorial Day. As I said, I'm currently located in Jamaica. I appreciate that holiday and the spirit of it. And someone who has had family members serve in the military and what have you, I know how much it means to them because I was fortunate enough to have them come home. However, many of their brothers in arms did not return home with them. So I know it's a very heavy day for them. So speaking to them and what have you, it is a very somber day and, and not to dampen the spirit or anything, because I know, I understand you come here for the Web3, tear about NFTs and what have you. So the parallel that I was thinking of was the things that were going on in this space, because for the most part, again, we're in a relatively down period right now. A lot of businesses have failed. There have been a lot of bankruptcies. There have been a lot of quote unquote rug pulls. There have been people that lost their money, their wallets, their life savings, you name it. Some horrible things have happened over the last two years between the time of the peak of the bull market and to right now where hopefully we're somewhere around the bottom of this bear market. And a lot of what we stand for in Web3 is freedom and giving power to the people and what have you. And those things are really something that we cherish universally. That is not just an American virtue or a Western idea. Deep down, each and every one of us does want freedom, what have you. And that is why we're so excited about Web3 and everything that's happening here. Because for the first time, it seems like we're able to control things that were out of our reach for decades when it comes to technology, but when it comes to the monetary policy of things, that has really been out of our reach for generations. I don't know which time in history there was ever a time like what we have currently, but with what we're facing with Bitcoin and ETH and all of these self-sovereign currencies that are not attached to any sort of government state, if you will, any military force that is strong arming people to accept this as payment. This is something that is truly valuable because people value it and in the case of Bitcoin, there is a hard set supply. And in the case of Ethereum, there's smart contracts and all sorts of protocols and mechanisms to govern everything. And it is just a beautiful time. Right now, what we're seeing in the States, how they're negotiating the debt ceiling and all of that, it just 
shines light onto what's going on in this space and the importance of it. Because there's so many people right now that are watching CNN and Fox News, MSNBC or the BBC or whatever it might be. And they're looking at what's happening with Congress and how they're going to raise the debt ceiling to hopefully push it past the election and what have you kicking that debt can down the road. And we're thinking like, well, what exactly is happening there? And you look around the world and it's even more strange outside the U.S. because there is no debt ceiling for any other country. For whatever reason, the U.S. decides to have this debt ceiling that then they have to continuously keep raising. But countries all around the world have no debt ceiling. That is wild. These things that we're exploring right here in Web3 when it comes to the Bitcoin and smart contracts and all of that. I mean, we have a lot of fun with NFTs, but it is so much more than the profile pictures, the technology of being able to track things, verify, know that your bank actually has those funds that are there. Unlike what we're seeing with fractional reserves, that's what's happening in the traditional banking system where they can loan out $100 for every dollar they have or something crazy like that. It is just absolutely ridiculous because they know at no given time are all those depositors going to show up for a withdrawal until it happens. So, of course, we saw Silvergate. First Republic and all those other banks that just recently had their collapse because at the end of the day, if everybody shows up for their money, it's not there. And then they have to start to liquidate their assets and what have you. And if you've been listening to the show, you've heard me speak about how interest rates are up. And as a result, bonds are going down in value, the face value of it. Because why would someone buy a bond that's paying, let's say, 1% when parking their money in their savings account will get them more than that? So, when those banks are forced to liquidate when everyone's coming to make withdrawals, well, that's how things collapse. So over the last couple months, we've seen how that has happened. And in this time right now, we are looked on as the crazy Web3 renegades and what have you. But it's at this time that we really look around and say, you know what? This is the reason why this stuff exists. Because if you were around, you're old enough to remember 2008 when the financial crisis happened with all those mortgages and what have you. That, that is why Bitcoin was birthed. That is why cryptocurrencies became a thing. The blockchain verifying information, not double spending and so forth. That is why this has value. So all these growing pains that we're going through, everyone is mocking us and what have you. People are saying the boat has sailed and it was just a fad. All these different things. However, five, 10 years from now, we'll be enjoying those rewards from this time. Unfortunately, a lot of people have gone out of business. Unfortunately, a lot of developers were not able to sustain. But the development that they were able to pass on, maybe open source, put it out there into GitHub or wherever it might be, and the communities then be able to build on that, some interesting things will be happening down the road from failed projects today. So I look at this time and people are dubbing it a builder's market and what have you, and I totally understand it because for the most part, there is no quote unquote money to be made right now as easily as it was being made before. Anyway, there's actually always a time to make money, have uh, things that are awesome. And, and, you know, so I'm not really signing off on that. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of people right now that think there is no point in even looking in Web3 because there's no money to be made. And on many levels, technology aside, that is a terrible idea to subscribe to because if you look even at traditional finance, look over at Warren Buffett. When times were good, he was just piling up money and people were saying he was absolutely crazy and reckless for having hundreds of billions of dollars in cash just sitting on his balance. But guess what? 
now that things are starting to get rough, prices are falling and things are being devalued, that's when savvy people such as Warren Buffett then start to deploy their cash and buy things while they're depreciated. So although things are not doing the best as far as the headlines and excitements and the hoopla and uh, the social media reel isn't where it was, say, two years ago. Right now, this time, the things that are going on is absolutely still amazing. And I appreciate it if you're tuned into this, you're listening to the show and what have you, you're interacting on Twitter. And I can definitely tell you that the time that you're investing in this space right now, it is not for naught. It is not something that is just going to go by the wayside and not provide any returns. Now, I can't tell you if we are at the bottom of the bear market or if we're in recovery phase or whatnot. I mean, I'm not Nostradamus. I have no idea. However, I can definitely tell you that looking back on past trends, such as the dot-com bubble, what I often speak about after 2008, that financial crisis and that absolute horrendous collapse in real estate and what have you. Well, after that, there is a recovery period. Those people that stuck it out, that they grinded it out, hopefully they had enough reserves, they had enough whatever it was to actually survive and make it through it. Well, they were able to capitalize on the other side of it. However, the ones that did not make it, the ones that were ultimately casualties in the matter, We were able to learn from them. We were able to take lessons. We're still doing case studies from all of those failed operations. And guess what? We're able to build on that. And a lot of the amazing things that we enjoy today is because of that. So tying everything back together, and I know I'm sort of all over the place. And again, I'm not trying to make light of anything, but it's just some thoughts that were running off in my head when I was thinking about that yesterday. And I said, you know what? This actually makes sense. There is some parallels that are here and I know it is a lot more comforting to be the one who is reaping the benefit. It is absolutely awesome to live in this time after all those sacrifices that were made in the past. And especially as someone who is a big fan of history, I see the consistent theme. In the generation where big sacrifices are made, the following generations enjoys to have some amazing luxuries because of those sacrifices that were made. But luckily for us, generations in tech are not the same as generations in our lifetime. So as we progress, as we innovate, as we make some amazing progress and build some things, guess what? New generations are able to benefit from previous generation sacrifice. There are some failed projects, failed applications, protocols and ideas that we thought made perfect sense at the time, but they were complete disasters, caused a lot of people to have a lot of heartaches and failures and what have you, but we're able to learn from that and build on that. But regardless of where you are in the world, I think that is something that you can relate to. I know virtually every country around the world has some form of day of honoring the fallen or something of that nature. And if you are someone who has lost anyone that made that ultimate sacrifice, my heart goes out to you. And I hope nothing I said was triggering or irreverent in any kind of way. But as I sat there, it was just something that I was thinking about yesterday and thought I would share that with you. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.